Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I am Chris. And I am Nathaniel. And greetings. And salutations. Travelers, and welcome to my tavern. Yeah. <laughs> and what time period do you come here from? Yes. Carry on. Are you the doctor? The plague doctor? No. Doctor Who? No. No, I'm not, actually. I'm getting a <laughs> call from Akron, Ohio. MN insured title. Oh, answer it. No. No. Well, mm. interesting. Okay. <clears throat> so, do you want to introduce what we're talking about today? You're the one who came up with the topic, so I'll let you introduce the it. Texarkana Moonlight. Texarkana. Murders. You had to say it with this uh, rural Arcana. Texas, uh, Texarkana. Anytime I say Texarkana, I think of Smokey and the Bandit. I don't remember that movie. Really? Okay. I remember it vaguely. It was just I didn't like it when I was a kid. So they had to transport beer. I told you I remembered it vaguely. Across the border. <laughs> it's a special kind of beer. And they had to take it to Texas, Texarkana. So, and like the guy who hires them is very southern, like has a real thick accent. We had the monkey driving the car. No, okay. same actor, different movie. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's uh, God, what's the actor's name? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah, same actor, different movie. But yes, we're gonna be talking about the Texar. Can we had this whole joke in New York about Burt Reynolds? What what joke joke was that? Um, that if you ever heard the sound of a pod racer in the woods <laughs> get the fuck out of there because he rides a lobster that's like a pod racer pod and he's covered in vaseline <laughs> naked yeah. this is pod racing burt reynolds and when he gets close he just launches off of it and <laughs> does horrible things to you that's a weird thing i actually made a flash video of like <coughs> the lobster flying with its claws moving like pod racer oh engines my god <laughs> that's a burt lot reynolds of on it. to it why Burt Reynolds and pod racing? How'd that even come up? Who thought mm, Star Wars and Burt Reynolds? That's just the weird shit we used to talk about up there. Fucking New Yorkers. <laughs> it's real funny. My boss is a New Yorker. Yeah. Uh, and she says some things. Sorry, that's going to be great Foley work. She says some things oddly at times. Uh, and then we had one of our employees go, man. The way you say draws make you sound like a New Yorker. And then everybody at the same time <laughs> turned to him and goes, she is from New York. So yes, yes. Um, the very person, astute of you there, Jerry. The person I was talking to said they could hear my accent on certain words. And she said, like, uh, the way I say garage. Garage? Yeah, she says, we don't use the A. I'm like, so I'm saying it right. <laughs> garage? Yeah, they say, like, garage. I always say garage. Yeah, it's never grayish. They take the or first garage. They take the first out a out, so it's like garage. Garage. I'm like, so you it's have the accent. Garage. I'm enunciating. I'm using all the words garage. and the letters and everything right. Yeah. No, that's that's not correct because I've said garage. Yeah. I don't say garage though. Anyway, fucking <laughs> damn Europeans. <laughs> Gotta get the stuff out of the boot. The boot. <laughs> Gotta pop the bonnet. Is that the front? Yep. No, the boot's the trunk. That's all I remember. Yep. The bonnet's the front. The garage. Uh, aluminium. 
aluminium and herbs. Herbs, herbs. Zed. Yeah. Maths. Zed. Maths. Is Zed good. drives me nuts. Why does Zed drive you nuts? Because how do you get that out of zero? What? Zed is zero. Zed is Z. It's zero too, I thought. Not is zero. Oh, yeah, I got it backwards. Still, how do you get Zed out of Z? They also say zebras instead of zebras. Zebras? Yeah, zebras. Zebras. That's how the French say it. <laughs> wow. I like how yeah, we do even... fight in the streets with baguettes. Did you ever see that picture where it's like France in any kind of war and it's a little kitten and then France killing other French people and there's like fire everywhere and like these strong buff dudes beating the shit out of each other? No. It was a really funny joke. I saw one where they a cat had a baguette, a big fat cat. And it just had a little audio going, ho, 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 baguette. <laughs> ho, ho, monsieur. <laughs> yes, I see. I have stupid ones that make me laugh all the time. I know. Such is the nature of memes. Yes. Like the bonk one. I love the fucking bonk. I love the bonk one. It's just, uh, do you know what a Shinu Ibu is? Yes. So, like, it's a Shinu Ibu with a bat, and it's, like, paws, and it just bonks people. Is it, like, actually doing it? It... Yes and no. You ever seen the Depends. one? Depends. There's different variants of the meme. You ever seen the one where they had, like, the little store on the side of the road, and the Shiba Inu would, like, greet the customers? Yes. It sits in, like, a clear case on the bottom mm-hmm. and sees customers. It jumps up and opens the window for him. Yep. Fucking love Shino Ibus. They're aggressive, though. Uh, yeah. I looked them up, and it says they'll pretty much attack anything smaller than them. So they're, <laughs> they're fucking pretty aggressive. bastards. Yeah, they're shitlords. And speaking of sad very... things, we've talked about my cats before, and one of our cats passed away last night. The one yeah. that we thought was going to pass away, like, eight podcasts. Yeah. Ago. The one where, like, I think the cat's dying under yeah. you. That one actually did pass away. Gave her all the medicines. She didn't respond to any. I think it was just age. Yeah, she's old. Last night she was just sitting on the floor breathing harder. Then she went under the couch, which she never does. Yeah. And I'm like, I think tonight's the night. Then when I came out this morning, she was out on the floor. But she's buried out there. You see, like it's a a dead person. And they're buried out back. You want to see to mounds. Yeah. You know what I hate, though? This really annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. When you tell someone like your cat died, like okay, it's just a cat, get another one. Yeah, no, that's a shitty yeah. thing to say. But when it's a dog, like oh my dog died and yeah. it's so hard, I can't come to work today. Look, I don't like dogs. To me, cats are their family. <clears throat> I like they're both. not just a cat. I like both. Any, I like some dogs. I like small dogs. Animals that have been living with you for a long time. Yeah, I just don't your... like like okay. Say you're driving down the road, you run over a cat, you don't have to say anything. You run over a dog, you got to report it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I luckily don't hit any animals. Well, no, either. I haven't either. But, but I saw someone hit a cat, and he kept driving, so I chased him the fuck down until he turned around and went back. Fucking sucked. What a shitty... We nearly fucked up some cats, though, that one day. The kittens? Yes. Yeah, then we got out of the road, and we we got we stopped, and we moved them out of the road. It was... It we was, went for pizza. Yeah. It, it was nighttime as well, yeah. so it was really hard to see. And every single one was the same color and pattern, remember? Yes. The mother, the father, and all the kittens were the exact same patterns. Yep. They're just hanging out on the road. Is that a helicopter going yeah. over? Enjoy this fully work by the U.S. Yeah, w- Coast Guard. Wait till the bombing starts. <laughs> they by the way, be. they don't drop active bombs there. I got to an argument with a guy at work says they don't drop active bombs. I'm like, then why does my house shake five miles away? They, they don't drop active bombs. Is that just the impact of an empty shell? No, they're active bombs. That's a bombing range. 
So those are fake explosions. Yep. They're faux explosions. He's like, we camped out there once and didn't give us any warning because they don't do it every goddamn day. Yeah. And if you were going there to camp and they were going to be doing active bombing, they wouldn't let you in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this shooting range isn't an active shooting range because nobody's fake. here shooting right now. They just have shells in the guns. <laughs> it goes, clink, and then clink to the ground. Yeah. That's it. It's like, how does the weapon work then if it doesn't fire? <laughs> I don't think people understand how. You just yell bang and throw it really hard. Bang! And just fucking yeet it across yeah. the field. You go up to somebody with a shell and you hit him in the head with a hammer and pound it into their head. That's how it works. The shell, not even yeah, the just bullet. The shell. The no, shell. Just the shell. I found bullets that work actually the other day. Live ones. Live ones? Like full forty fives. Weird. You could sell those for good money now. <laughs> bullets are expensive. I heard ketchup packets are selling on eBay for like eight bucks a piece and ketchup shortage somewhere. Oh my fucking And people God. were mad because the guy had like a whole drawer full of them and he's selling them for like eight bucks a piece and they're like, You can't do that. He's like, I know what I have here. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a supply and demand. Supply and demand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want ketchup? I have ketchup. You ask for ketchup, I'm giving you ketchup. You didn't say how much well, I look need at to when, charge. Uh, that cartoon Rick and Morty started talking about Szechuan sauce and the things were selling for like hundreds of thousands of dollars online if you still had one from 10 years ago in your yeah. cupboard. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is sometimes. It's supply and demand. That's yeah. I mean, toilet paper. Toilet paper got gouged. People we, actually got in trouble for that, though. Did we talk about the good news last week? No. I don't think so. That we, we charted? Did we talk about that? I don't remember if we did. We charted in Norway in the top 200. Yeah, we're in the top 200s in Norway. Because goddamn, we did talk about this because I said the Vikings love us. Yes, we did talk about it. And we can bring it up again. There's no problem. And the contest is still going. Nobody uh, won yet, so we'll say it at the end of the episode again. Yep. But do we want to go ahead and somewhat... I'll... Actually do our story? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So I I have a, a, a brief... Yeah, I was thinking about something odd the other day. Okay. Everybody who has a podcast has nicknames for their fans based off of their name. We can't really do it. Why? We can call them Arcanites and they'll be fucking Pokemon. Arcanites. Uh, we can call them Scribes. Scribes? Yeah. Because it's like ar- arcane... Obscure knowledge. Let's call them chuds. Chuds? Yep. Why? It's from an old movie. Oh, okay. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, Chud, what's up? Do we need names? No. I mean, we need listeners first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do the Elroys call their fans? I don't know. Aren't they called like lovelies or some shit like that? No, that's Game Grumps. Never mind. I know Critical Role calls them critters. What does the Elroys call them? I can't remember. Um, I feel like they do have an actual name for it, too. And they're great with naming, as we can, as we all know from the yeah. the Clintors. I gotta wait. <laughs> I gotta wait for their goddamn new season. Um, I just finished it. Oh, they're done with graduation. I fin- April fifteenth uh, was the last. Oh shit! Ago. I'm not. I'm not caught up. I'm a few episodes behind. I was like so far behind, and then I ran out of ebooks or uh, audiobooks. Yep. So I went back to the Adventure Zone, and I got all caught up in like a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the one good thing about their podcast. Each episode's only like what twenty minutes long. Yeah, maybe and it's an like hour. every two weeks, so yeah, you can catch up. Ten hours at work. I am like 
five episodes behind on Critical Role. Funny thing is, you introduced me to... never fucking coming back. I, you introduced me to Adventure Zone, I believe. Or I stumbled on, like, you the first stumbled episode. On it, and and you like, said, oh, yeah, I'm, like, halfway through. And then I'm, like, vroom, right yeah. past you. <laughs> I started listening to uh, Crystal Kingdom and, like, Pedals of the Metals and all that. And then you're, like, oh, by the way, I'm done. I'm, like, the fuck? I finished the other book series, though. You finished The Raven Cycle? Yeah. They do bring the car back up at the very end. Do they? They talk about it. Ronan's yeah, they're t- like talks about the tire. Yeah, they're like, there's still so much to go on about. Yeah. We don't even know where that tire came from. And that's what I remembered when we were talking about it initially. Was like, I'm pretty sure they bring it up at the very end, how yeah. they don't even know where it came from. I wonder if it was just one of Ronan's mess-ups when he was trying to make the car. But why would it be in the lake? That's the only thing. Why yeah, he has, to, he has to hold it to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Just like, and it comes out next to him. It doesn't just yeah. randomly appear. Well, maybe they'll go over in the new book series. Uh, the second book of the new series is coming out in like two weeks. But the other one's not in that one? Did you say it's just those three brothers? It's about the Lynch brothers. But, it, I mean, uh, Adam's in it, clearly. For I sure. did totally call what was going to happen the one part though i was wrong so yeah. many times yeah but i knew what was going to happen with blue and yeah but that's an easy pull that's an easy one. i knew they were just going to do that yeah but it's interesting uh they're in it the others yeah i don't think noah's been in it yet uh but clearly adam's in it considering it's it's following ronin mainly anyways I said, let's get into the story, yes. and you instantly devolved. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's what we do best. Uh, I don't have much to talk about. I'm just going to... Only three pages? <laughs> well, I'm not doing all of mine. <laughs> I'm doing this little part, and then you have to talk. Oh, really? I told you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't like talking. Well, you're in the wrong <laughs> business for that, then. <laughs> Remember when we first started? It was like the very first episode was like awkward talking to the mic for like the first ten minutes, and then it yep. just went away. No, I mean, that's... And now I'm doing one solo one. Yeah, we have... You have three podcasts now. Yeah. And still got to get the audio. Then I got to do the chapter two. Oh, you haven't even uploaded chapter two? Chapter one is five parts and still needs audio put to it. Holy shit. It's like five hours. I'm I sat up. here on my couch I'm recording. Up. I'm not listening to your dumb Then the second podcast. one is just all uh, the paranormal stuff. So today we're talking about the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, also about the Phantom Killer. Yes, he's called the Phantom Killer. Yep. This is, uh, this, this takes place This clearly. is like about a murderer and he kills people. Yeah. This Thank takes... you for listening. And done. <laughs> uh, this takes place in Texarkana, clearly. And if you don't know where Texarkana is, it's on the border. It's on the actual border of Texas and Canada. Uh, Arkansas. Canada. I almost said big ass border. (laughs) I meant I was gonna say Texas and Arkansas because I get Arkansas in my head all the time because I have one fucking joke. The uh, this is Kansas, and why is this not Arkansas? America explain. Because it's. I like like the other ones watching the people from different countries try and pronounce states. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's kind of funny just listening to people like you try and pronounce New York cities. Connect to me, and like you got funny names. It's like we don't down here. Nah, I can't pronounce some. I can't pronounce that one down here. I was bullying my boss. Kissimmee, 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 Kissimmee. I have a hard time with that one. It's just Kissimmee. I guess it's connect to me now. Kinda. Sky, kinda. <laughs> yeah, 
Schenectady. It's Schenectady? Schenectady. It's not Schenectady? That's what I just said. It's Schenectady. It's Schenectady. Schenectady. Like Schenectady. S-C-H-T-A-D-Y. Tady. Schenectady. Yes. Never mind. I, I wasn't saying it right. That's where all. I was born. Schenectady. There's not really any other places up that are hard to pronounce. Champ. The only one that is weird is this place, this city there called uh, Schenectady. Everybody calls it Watervliet. Uh-huh. But it's Watervliet. Watervliet? Yeah, there is no A in there. <clears throat> oh, there's a bunch of weird names because I was going over some of the names. Like, there's some weird lake names over there. I'll, I'll, I'll get my boss to tell me them and I'll tell you them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, but there isn't a whole lot I have before Chris talks. Uh, this takes place on the border of Texas and Arkansas, and the city, Texarkana, is named after three states. It's named after Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana. So Texarkana. Okay. It was founded in 1873 on the junction of two railroads. I found a railroad tie in the woods yesterday. That's weird. Yes. That's hard to, like, it's, it's, you have to go out of your way to get a railroad tie. Like, we pulled up by the high tension lines where there's always clearings. Mm-hmm. So I can go to the bathroom, and I look over, and I'm like, why the fuck's there a railroad tie over here? It was clearly a railroad tie. It was a type of wood, square or rectangle, yeah. long, you know, long as, and tarred. But it wasn't in the <laughs> ground. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is odd. Um, also, I told you this, but I'll just reiterate it. The FBI released the file on the Texarkana case. So if you want to go and read them and look at them, you're more than welcome to. It's on their website. Um, I know the one file is like 500 pages, and they have two files, and I didn't look at the other one. So if you want to go through it all, you're more than welcome to. I'm also, not going to. If you know you, you're just jumping into the podcast and this is the first time you're listening, our format is usually because you like history stuff. You do the history of stuff in the beginning. I, yes. Then I do all the weird ass shit. But because most of our stuff is unsolved, you can't really do a history of the killer. Yeah. So I try to do a history of like the surrounding areas and the people related to it. Um, but there's not much. On the there's a lot, but then I have to dig up history on the actual city itself. Yeah, but in cases like and this, and that's not like, gonna be very interesting because it doesn't have too much to do with the actual case. And in cases like this, you don't really need to know the history of the victims because it doesn't apply to the killer. Yeah, it's not applicable. No, uh, I mean, yeah. So there's not a whole lot of history that I'm gonna go into today, but we have there's a lot of topics about this episode, so we'll be hitting a bunch of different things. Mainly the actual uh, crimes that were committed. The date of when it happened. I had the date of when it happened, yeah, which is 1946, which isn't technically true. No. Yeah, yeah, it's all in 19... This one all the, happened in 1946. One of, the, one of the cases, the day is wrong, though, I noticed. Is it? They said uh, one of the incidents occurred on April 13th, but Ooh. it actually happened at 1.06 in the morning on the 14th. <laughs> so day off uh it, it, it's still count they counted they, they were kind of counting i'll tell it when i get to that part okay but uh a lot of this i think all of it takes place in like the span of two months about that time all yeah it's not that long yeah it, it's, i think it's, it's like it's, three months if i remember i read correctly it three. was it was two weeks after the first incident there was a second oh and there's also a reason and why exactly three weeks after the first incident 
was the third one. Another reason why we're covering this one is because it's kind of like Zodiac, but way before Zodiac. Yeah. The stuff he does is just like Zodiac. Just yeah. Before his time. That's true. Okay, so I guess it's my turn now. It is your turn. You're going to okay. cover the uh, incidents. We're going to go back and forth. Yep. You're going to cover the first one, yep. and I'll do the next, and so on and so forth. Okay, so the first attack occurred on February 22nd, 1946, at about 11.45 p.m. After seeing a movie, Jimmy Hollis and Mary Jean Luray, I wasn't sure how to pronounce that one, parked out on a secluded road known as Lover's Lane, which, you know, every place has a Lover's Lane. Ocala doesn't. Get fucked, married. Really? I'm Go rich. look at any cul-de-sac up in Marion Oaks. <laughs> that's dirty that's ass not, condoms that's on not the ground. Lover's Lane. That's what Lover's Lanes are. <laughs> that's you go to a secluded area lane. and you have sex. Well, they're not leaving dirty condoms from shooting up heroin. You're not. Yeah. That's how I gotta live my life. I get off and a needle goes in. <laughs> and I want to be protected. <laughs> I had I had one of my uh, coworkers go, Oh, you guys have like a sharps container and that's where you put all the needles. Yeah, no, we don't get those. Yeah, and I was like she's like, How'd you get those? Because she used to work for solid waste. And she was like, I thought only solid waste can get those. I was like, you do realize we're required to have these. Yeah, yeah we're, we are, but we don't get them. You are too, but nobody wants to give you <laughs> I keep wanting to put a dartboard up at the shop and just bring them back and just <laughs> throw the dirty ass She got really upset that I told her that everybody gets sharps containers. You're you supposed can just go, to have them. As an individual, you can go to the recycling yep. center and just ask for one. They'll give yep. you one. Yep. And I was like, technically, they're not even sharps. They're just biohazard containers. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, any kind of biohazard you have to put in it. Yeah, it doesn't have that safety lock that pushes it down and pulls it up and it's clean again. It's just an opening you stick them in. Yep. And you're supposed um, to get them changed out pretty frequently. Which well, we when you fill it, you can bring it right back to the recycling center and they give you a new one. You either have to fill it or 30 days after the first time you put something in it. Oh, I'll put something in it. Yeah. I like finding them at work and just get the stuff in them. I back. shoot it up. Yeah, I keep telling people just about like that amazing syringe game. roulette. Yeah, yeah I keep. Is this gonna be an upper or downer today? <laughs> I told them it was like I, my favorite game to play. Whenever I find syringes, a syringe roulette, and they're like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, I'm gonna stick it to myself and inject myself. So either I'm gonna get really high or get really dead." So what things. you're telling me is you totally stole my joke and you use it. No, I tell them that. <laughs> It's an ongoing game that we play. It's not just mine. You can tell if it's an upper because I finished five maps that day. <laughs> okay, so they were parked and, and doing And you say you don't thing. know if it's going to be an upper or a downer. I say I'm either going to get really high or I'm going to have AIDS. You just twisted my story. Yeah, exactly. So they were parked and they were doing Plagiarism. thing. Plagiarism. about? I'm just like Stephen King. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ten minutes later, a man approached their car. He was wearing what would become his trademark disguise. A white cloth mask similar to a pillowcase in a pointed hat (laughs) (laughs) similar to a pillowcase with two get out of here you blacks cut out for eyes and um a mouth hole which you don't hear about at that part he approached the driver's side door and trying to flashlight in at the couple they didn't know what to think hollis believed it was a prank and told the man that he had the wrong person and which the man replied to i don't want to kill you fellow so do what i say at this point the assailant orders them both out of the driver's side door he ordered Hollis to take, in his words, take off your damn britches. Take them damn britches off there. He complied and was promptly struck in the head with the gun twice. Larry said that it sounded so loud, the hits, that she thought he had been shot twice. That's a loud thunk. Which, what really happened was he fractured his skull on each hit. Oh, only. Yeah, so that's what the loud noise she heard was. 
Larry quickly got Hollis's wallet out to show him, you know, we don't have any money. You know, please leave us alone. Take my um, pennies. Then he struck her as well. Then the assailant told her to stand and to run. So she tried to run towards a ditch, I'm guessing towards the wooded area maybe, mm-hmm. to get away. And then he ordered to run in a different direction down the road. What? Yeah, so don't go that way, run that way. So she ran. How very specific. And she came upon an old parked car and found it empty. So I'm guessing that was probably his car. His car? car? Yeah. Because he's getting her there. But he caught up to her and confronted her again. And a little trigger warning for everybody here. He asked her why she was running. And she said that she was told to. Or he told her to. And he then called her a liar before knocking her down and sexually assaulting her with the barrel of the gun. After the assault, she was able to run half a mile to a house while also trying to wave down any passing cars, and none of them would stop for her. So she was banging on the door, woke up the residents, and made a call to the police. Hollis had managed to regain consciousness after having his skull fractured multiple times. Poor man. And he was actually able to wave down a passing car, but they wouldn't let him in the car. He's probably bleeding everywhere. They listened to what he said, and then they went, to a nearby funeral home and use their phone there to call the police so they can go out mm-hmm. to where the location was. So after about 30 minutes, four officers arrived on the scene, but the assailant was gone. They did find Hollis's pants about 100 yards from the scene. Oh, my God. So I don't know why he grabbed did the pants. He, did he keep his pants off? He couldn't find them. They were 100 yards from the scene. I thought maybe he had run with them off. Did the guy think if I take these pants off and throw them and hide them that you won't go for help because you'll be embarrassed? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. He took he took his pants off. I was like, wow, you got a micro penis. You ain't going anywhere for help. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Sorry about your luck. I mean, I might as well shoot you at this point. So, not, it's not getting any better from you here. They were both hospitalized. Larray, uh, for a minor head wound, mm-hmm. she stayed overnight. Hollis had to stay for several days to recover from multiple skull fractures. When questioned by the police, they gave conflicting stories. Larray's story was that the man was wearing a white bag over his head, eye and mouth holes cut out, which wasn't in the first part, and he was African-American. Hollis said exactly the same thing except that the man was Caucasian. But he also said he had a light flashlight blinding him in his eyes, so he couldn't really be dead on. They did both agree that the man was six foot, and the police kept pushing for questions because they believed that the couple knew the assailant. Interesting. So they both lived. Right. So now you... And then what What? 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 what was the date on that? February 22nd, 1946. 22nd? Yes. So March 24th. It's almost like a month after. Yeah. Uh, March, yeah, so that's a few months. Sunday, season. March 24th. Uh, again, 1946, between 8.30 and 9 a.m., Richard L. Griffin, age 29, and his girlfriend of six weeks, Polly Ann. Whoa, I didn't read that one before. Like, I read it and just did phase it out. This dude's 29, and his girlfriend's 17. I actually left the ages out because in the first one, I believe he was 25 and she was, like, 17. 17. Wow. The 40s were wild. Actually, six. I think this is around the same time one of my coworkers was. Uh, he met his wife by just getting in her car, like they were at a um, one of those restaurants where you pull up and order and they rollerblade it out to you. And he, and, like, one he of the saw her servers. No, he was in a, a car with his buddy, 
she pulled up with her friend and he found her extremely attractive and so he just got in her backseat. That's creepy as shit. It's really creepy. And then, but apparently that was a thing. She's People like, wow, just, this is amazing. Let's get married. What? Kind of. That's kind of, and apparently like that that kind of shit happens all the time in that time. So that's what I'm thinking of right now when I'm reading this. All these weird shit that people do back in the 40s. Uh, Richard L. Griffin and his girlfriend, this is the Polly Ann Moore. This is the second attack. Were found dead in Griffin's 1941 Oldsmobile sedan. Uh, by a passing motorist, the motorist fell a parked car on the lover's lane named Rich Road. Uh, near a railroad spur 100 yards south of the U.S. Highway 67, the west close to a night spot i left out like all the little tiny details <laughs> yeah but you know i love details i know it's so, basically i'll just break it down they were next to the railroad not too far from that there is a club called dallas the motorist first thought that the both were asleep griffin was found between the front seat and his on his knees oh so someone found them dead but thought they were asleep yes okay yes um uh, front seat on his knees with his head resting on his, his crossed hands and his pockets turned inside out. Moore was found sprawling face down in the back seat. There was evidence, however, to suggest that he was killed. She was killed, rather, uh, outside the car on a blanket that was placed there. So I'm assuming it was sexual assault? <sighs> I... I don't know for sure. I don't know if I wrote... There's a lot more to read, so I don't remember if I wrote down if she was sexually assaulted. No, I don't think... They never did any kind of report like that, so I don't think they ever said that she was. They just assumed that she was. Griffin had been shot twice while still in the car. Both had been shot once in the back of the head, and both were fully clothed. Uh, a blood-soaked patch on the earth near the car suggested the poli- to the police that they had been killed outside the car and placed back inside of it. Congealed blood was found covering the run, uh, the running board of the car, and it had flowed through the bottom of the car door. God, congealed blood spreads so nicely on toast. Oh, delicious. A thirty-two caliber bullet cartridge, or shell, I should say, was found, possibly shot from the Colt pistol wrapped in a blanket. That's what they're assuming is how the, he killed them. Uh, no one ex- reported the incident, um, which is really strange because they weren't too far from that bar. So People I might have thought the same thing. You might have heard the shots. They thought they were sleeping. Yeah, it's it's very you plausible. You drunk. You went out to your car, laid down. Yeah, uh, there is no report saying that they were actually examined by any. Uh, what That's kind of ballsy, corner? though. Outside of a club. Yeah, it's like the other one's a secluded area. Yeah, but there, there, there was a report, a, a, a an autopsy done on them, but they no one actually knew how they, everything that happened, because they didn't release the whole autopsy. Probably they were uh, shot, but the rumors, chunks yeah, torn through. They know bodies. how they died, but the, it leads to there was a rumor that she was sexually assaulted. A sexual assault had occurred, but modern reports refute this claim. But the weird thing is she was clothed to... still. Yeah, it is weird. So. But that's what I'm saying. But modern reports refute this claim. In response to the murders, police launched a citywide investigation along with the Texas and Arca- 
I almost said Arkansas. Arkansas City Police. The Department of Public Safety, uh, Miller and Cass County Sheriff's Departments, and the FBI, by March 27th, local police had investigated around 50 to 60 witnesses, including the patrons and employees of the Club Dallas, a local bar near the crime scene. Uh, By March 30th, police had posted a $500 reward in effort to gain any new information on the Griffin and Moore case. That would lead to the arrest of the uh, to any convictions and the person responsible. However, the reward yielded no uh, clues or suspects. It instead produced over a hundred false leads. I also heard that uh, I read it. A lot of the uh, the uh, money they were going to give out mm-hmm. was in the. Something like some kind of like bonds or something, so that way they can give them back to the donors if nobody was ever found. Wait, it said something like oh oh oh, oh. yeah that that's the, I, that's that's not the very weird. Money. Yeah, so they're they're basically just bonds. That way, like so if you can give them back to the person who donated them, but you can right. give them the cash back. You could. <laughs> okay, it's so, done in a weird way. The third attack never happened. The it's third attack. Fallacy occurred on april 14th 1946 mm-hmm. so, when was yours another month later isn't it yep what april what april 14th 1946 so it's the next month it's the next month it's about two weeks later because this was on march 24th okay so uh betty Plus joe booker this is the weird one because it says it occurred on the 13th betty joe booker was playing a gig with her band at a club on the 13th but it actually happened at and then one it went o'clock. overnight which makes the crime so actually on the 14th, on the 14th. Yeah. so that's why i just changed it to the 14th betty joe booker was playing a gig with her band she played uh alto sax mm-hmm. at around 1 30 a.m her friend paul martin arrived to pick her up from the gig this was the last time the pair would be seen alive martin's body was found around 6 30 a.m the same morning by a couple and their son as they were driving down the road Blood was also found farther down the road. I think it's like a hundred yards or so. Where the attack may have initially occurred. Mm -hmm. He had been shot four times. Once through the nose. A second through the left fourth rib from behind. Which implies he was probably trying to get away. You're right. So that would make sense too from the blood started down there. Mm -hmm. The third shot was to his right hand. Which, again, if you're shooting at someone running... It's hard to hit. And finally, through the back of the neck. Ouchies. Booker was found shortly after at around 11.30 a.m., almost two miles from where Martin had been found. She was found by a search party behind a tree where she was laying on her back, fully clothed, with one hand in her right pocket. She had been shot twice, once in the chest and once in the face. The same weapon was as the first murder was used, and most likely the same from... Um, the first case where they weren't murdered. Yeah, the first incident yeah. of victims. Uh, thirty-two <laughs> automatic Colt pistol. Yep. Martin's car was found about three miles from Booker's body and about one and a half miles from his body. It was parked just outside the park with the key still in it. So they make a big deal about this guy. I don't know who he is. Texas Ranger Captain Manuel Gonzalez said the couple had put up a terrific struggle. Apparently, he was a big deal. <laughs> what? That's what he said, a terrific struggle. A terrific struggle. Uh, I don't know if you should be saying that about dead people. 
wasn't too terrific of a fight. Yeah. If you don't come out on top. Yeah. Or at least, like, even. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> friends of Martin said he didn't have any enemies, so that kind of makes finding a lead a bit hard for him. I have a question. What? Uh, are they, were they attacked in their car? It doesn't say. They, they weren't found in the car. They weren't found in the car. So they don't know. So it's very possible. They just found a, one of them was on the side of the road, one was in the woods, the car was parked away from them. The key's still in the car. Yes. So more than likely, was it in Lover's Lane again? Or was it something? They don't know. The bodies were in two different spots. Well, no, it was the car. The car was outside the park. It just says it was outside the park with keys in it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So the um, the road going through might have been through a park. Well, she was right. found in a park. <clears throat> right. A tree, so. So Booker, this is weird. Booker's saxophone was also found six months later, still in its case in the underbrush near her body. Did they do no? That's what I said. I said it must have been a very extensive search. Yeah. Did they did no? Because like, later on, this saxophone comes into play. Does it? Because when they're trying to find suspects, they talk to all the pawn shops. If anybody brings in a saxophone of the brand she used in that style, they yeah. call them. Obviously, before the six months came up. Right. So they they spent a lot of time trying to yeah, find and that. Yeah. It was just there. It was just unless the guy brought it back afterwards. That's because there is a case where one of the guys goes in. And he mentions selling a saxophone, and she says, "Well, I got to get my manager." And she's like, well, "He's like, why do you need your manager to pawn something?" Mm-hmm. And he gets suspicious and leaves with the saxophone. So he could just went by and just threw it back out in the same area. Yeah, it's very possible that. The he, funny thing is, when I was did. doing this, mm-hmm. I remember hearing this case now. I don't. I do you remember what we're we're talking about it? I think the beginning of the either yesterday or the beginning of the week. You're like, this is a good case. We should cover it. I'm like, cool. Now and let's cover this one. And I'm like, you've heard that. No, one. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was making a joke, and I didn't realize that it sounded like I wanted to talk about it. Oh, you were joking. And everybody does it. I was, was making like point? a haha. Who put Bella in the woodshell? And then I was like, and you're like, dude, every you were like, everybody does. Well, the that problem too. is everybody's done that, and I thought you were still talking about this case. And oh, you're oh, like, yeah. dude, I've. You've listened to this. You know the story. Oh, like, so you I thought I was talking about this. Yes, case. I thought you were talking yeah, no, about no, no. this. I was and talking then... about the other one because I know I remember telling you listen to this story. It's crazy. Yeah, and we've and, and we've have talked about Bell and the Witch Elm hundreds of times. Me and you off podcast. Bella's in the ground. Yeah. Okay. Our cat's named Bella. One of them buried out back. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> I've realized like a few my hours... yard is just a plethora of buried yeah. cats. <laughs> I realized a few hours later that you might have thought that I was talking about Bell yes, and the Witch Elm. I thought you wanted to talk and about And I was that. like, I'm like, no. In oh. another podcast, I like just covered that like last yeah. week. And you were like getting angry at me. Like, dude, you li- angry. I was just saying you've listened to it. You're like, you've listened to it. I've told you about it. Yeah, you've listened angry. to two podcasts. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, thinking you're talking about the thing we're covering <laughs> okay. today. I was like, I just don't understand why he, what he's saying because I don't remember the story at all. And then, like, I was going to bed and about to fall asleep. Oh, like, shit. oh, he might have thought that you I was talking Bella. about Bella and the Witch yeah. Elm. Yeah, not angry, though. I don't get angry. It's hard to get me angry. <sighs> Anyways, I just want to talk about that because I know I was very confused and you were like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Like, we've. Okay. Anyways. So, at this saying. point, a reward fund exceeding $1,700 was up now that's how high it got today with inflation that's about twenty five thousand dollars it's quite a bit yeah uh and then 
It's kind of weird. You got the crazy one. Yes. That's what I Because <laughs> I have to, to cover some of that in the post-events. Yes. So, it, he fucking changes his MO, yeah. I feel like, hard. Because at this Different point... Different gun, too. Yeah. So, that's yeah. why they didn't know if it could be him, but they said it has to be. It has to be. It's... It's, it's crazy, though, because it goes from, like, I'm going to assault these people and kill them to fucking... Batshit crazy on yeah. these people. So at this point, the mo is well. No, it's not. I remember reading the whole thing. It's not really batshit crazy, but it, it's, it's like a, it's a he big does it like flip though. The other ones are more like almost like crimes of opportunity, and this one is planned. Yeah. So to an extent, to, at, like, at this point, the, the last doing. three incidents has been people in cars on a secluded place. Yeah. And he's attacking them. This is straight to a house. And then this one, which I'm about to talk about, is on. What was it? What was that? April fourteenth. So yeah, that one was. This okay. is another two weeks after that one. So yeah, like every it's couple of May third, on Friday, sometime before nine p.m. And I'm just gonna go through the whole story because it's it's interesting to read. Uh, Virgil Starks, age thirty-seven, and as as a farmer and welder, was in his modest ranch-style house on a five hundred-acre farm off Highway sixty. Uh, 67 east, almost 10 miles northeast of Texarkana, Texas. Uh, he turned on his favorite weekly radio show, and his wife, Katie, age 36, a reasonable age difference, might I add, gave him a heating pad for his sore back. He sat in his armchair in the sitting room, which was just off of the kitchen and bedroom. While Katie was in her bedroom, lying on the bed in her nightgown, she heard something from the backyard and asked Virgil to turn down the radio. Seconds later, while Virgil was reading the May 3rd edition of Texas or Texarkana Gazette, two shots were fired into the back of his head. Yeah, wasn't it something from... she didn't hear the bullets, but she heard the glass? Yes, yes, which, which is wild. Two shots were shot in the back of... This part's fucking crazy. Yeah. I lost my spot because you were talking to me. <laughs> uh, two in the back of the head, close, uh, close, double windows, three feet from him, away. I, I, he shot through that? the window. He shot through the window. <laughs> it is a closed. Cleared up for you. Yeah, w- double window. Uh, Katie did not hear the gunshots and said she heard the glass. was a sound like breaking glass. She thought Virgil had dropped something and went to see what had happened. As she entered the doorway to the living room, she saw Virgil stand yes, up this and part. then suddenly slump back into his chair. He gets shot twice in the head and still stands up and then dies. Yeah. I will say this gets more graphic as it continues, so just be prepared. She saw the blood, then ran to him and lifted oh, up his yeah. head. She realized that he was dead. There's she ran to the phone. Uh, she ran... And this was one of the old the uh, old phones you had to crank. Oh, yeah. That's what it, it talks about. That She rang the wall crank phone two times before being shot twice in the face from the same this... window. One bullet entered her right cheek and exit behind her left ear. The other went into her lower lip, breaking her jaw and splintering out several of her teeth before lodging under her tongue. She then dropped to her knees, but soon managed to get back on her feet. She ran to get a pistol from the living room, but she was blinded by her own blood. She heard the killer tearing loose the rusted screen wire on the back porch. She thought she was going to be killed, so she stumbled toward her bedroom near the front of the house to leave a note. Meanwhile, the killer ran to the back of the house and made his way up to the steps and into the side screen porch through the back screen door. 
She heard the killer coming through the kitchen window, so she turned around and ran through the dining room, God, through I can't the bedroom. Out to get in the house. Yeah, that's it. Down yeah, the this door. Not this door. Okay, I'm going in the fucking window. <laughs> through another bedroom and then into the living room and out the front door, leaving behind yeah. a Ugh. virtual river of blood and, and teeth. teeth and teeth throughout the house. Across the street, she ran across the street, barefoot and still in her blood-soaked nightgown. She ran across to her sister and brother-in-law's house. But nobody was home, so she ran 50 more yards to A.V. Partner's house. Part, that's their name, Partner, or Parter, sorry. Uh, A.V. Parter's house. Parter answered her call for help. She gasped, Virgil's dead, then collapsed. Parter shot a rifle in the air to summon an- yep. another neighbor, Elmer Taylor. The other guy's gun going off. Well, it's a 22, it's quieter. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I mean, he, she didn't even hear it. She only thought the glass broke. Yeah. Um, Just took a potato on the end of it. Elmer Taylor. Yeah, God, please. Don't, don't say that ever again. <laughs> Elmer Taylor uh, and Parter called to Taylor to bring his car because Mr. and Mrs. Stark had been shot. Please uh, say you have the gold tooth part. I do. Oh, it's fucking weird. Taylor, along with Mr. and Mrs. Parter and their baby, rode with Miss Stark to Michael's Meager Hospital. Now Miller County Health Unit at 503 Walnut Street. Miss Stark gave Mr. Taylor, the driver, one of her teeth with a gold filling. She was in a semi-conscious yeah, she was like state. out of it. Yeah, she Here's your no, payment. Here's some here gold. Go. Slumping forward onto the front seat. This Although is how she we pay for things in Germany. <laughs> Although she had lost consciousness... Uh, Although she had lost a considerable amount of blood, she showed no signs yeah. of going into shock, and her it's heart rate insane. remained normal. Miller County Sheriff W.E. Davis, who became who became head of the investigation, questioned Mrs. Stark in the operating room. Fucking wild. How is your heart rate not skyrocketing when you just got Fucking shot twice wild. in the face? Uh, the news was printed on the front of the page next morning, Saturday, May 4th. Reading, Murder Rock City Again, Farmer Slain, Wife Wounded. Four days later, Sheriff Davis talked with Miss Stark again at the hospital. Miss Stark discounted um, a circulated rumor that Virgil had heard a car outside their home several nights in a row uh, and feared of she being killed. She recounted, you mean? Uh, like she said it? Did I say it was... You said discount. Let me find my... I'm assuming you mean recount. No, discount. Discount doesn't work. Recount works. She recounted it. Discounted. She recounted. It worked. Discounted. Discounted isn't. She she declined it. it. Oh okay. She's not assume... saying it happened. She's saying it didn't happen. Okay. I... It was a rumor going around that. That's, a, that's not the right word though, is it? Yeah, discounted. I yeah. saw a discount car driving by. She discounted Discount. a circulating rumor that Virgil had heard a car. Like it is it, but that's basically what it's. So, that's English. That's English for you. Yeah, that's fucking wild. I she, I don't understand how she didn't go into fucking shock. She got shot in the face and twice. through the neck. The first one went through a cheek and out under her ear, so that goes through yeah, the neck. That's the neck area. Yeah. Yeah. That's also where your carotid artery is. Very lucky. She's she lived. That's fucking also so, pretty damn close to the brain. About two yeah. inches from the brainstem. Yeah. So she lived, uh, but that's what I was saying. Was like it's weird. It's kind of fucking wild. It goes from cars in the middle of nowhere to uh, he just straight up, straight up like cases a house and like tries yeah. to kill these people for no, like it's not even a crime of opportunity at that point. It's just planned. 
Yeah, it's you now. Okay, we are going to take a short break, and we will be back in a moment. Okay, so welcome back. We get going sometimes, and we completely forget about the break. Yeah, I was I was in the moment. I mean, because it's, it's intense, that whole little segment. So, uh... So some of the first reports on a final crime, one, are kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. So one officer says that they found Starks still slumped in the blood-soaked chair, yes. and that the chair had caught fire from an electric heating pad that his wife had given him, mm-hmm. and the smoke was filling the room from beneath and coming up around his legs. Yeah. So two officers arrived, right? Mm-hmm. The second officer says that. They didn't find him in a chair. There was no smoke. His body was slumped on the ground. Like, the chair was burned, but he wasn't. That's like, weird. Yeah. So two officers, one scene, and two different accounts. <laughs> weird. Extremely. Okay, so immediately after the reports were coming in, uh, the police set up blockades. They, had put in, they were trying to, you know, catch the killer. Uh, other police were called in from the entire area to help in the investigation. Also, it's really weird when you think about it because it's it's you got Texas city police and you got Arkansas Arkansas city police yep. and then the sheriffs and then the FBI yep and then I think also Texas Rangers showed up as well yeah I believe I saw that too so so um, a whole bunch of people here looking for this guy yeah they had all these damn ass people in there now investigators found the trail of blood with scattered teeth in it Mister. Guns, I can never say his name right. Guns this is Wallace. the Ranger, right? This is the Texas Ranger. Yeah, the weird guy with like the tons of titles. Yes. Yes. He said that after seeing the, quote, river of blood, stated, it is beyond me why she did not bleed to death. She... Apparently that's how much blood there was. Yeah. They, they believe that the killer shot Virgil, and then he just waited outside the window for the wife to come in to check on him. And that's when he got the two shots in on her. So he basically shot the guy, then just fucking stood there. Because he knew something the wife would come. Yeah. And then just shot at her. Which is, Weird. again, that's... It's premeditated. It's totally different. It's, the other ones sound crime of opportunity. This is, he knew where he was going. He wanted to commit a crime. People might not have been there. Yeah. So it's probably premeditated in hopes that someone would be there. This one is just straight up, I'm doing it to this house. Fuck these people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird change up from the two incidents. So three clues were found at the scene. They got the caliber of the bullets. They found a flashlight in the bushes outside the window. I mean, shit. They would have found the caliber of the bullets in her mouth. I know, but they said they found it. That's part of the. That's just considered part of the clues they found. Right. Um, they also found bloody prints, shoes, and a smudged fingerprints. They couldn't relect, uh, relectly, directly relink. Oh my god! Are you? They could I didn't fuck stroke, up too much stroke. this time. You're fucking up now. It's kind of They weird. couldn't directly link this crime immediately to the killer due to the bullets being 22. Right. Instead of, what was it, 32? It was a... Uh, 34? 32. 35, 32. Yeah, it's 32 right here. No, okay. But they believed it was him, obviously, because it's another two weeks. Another gruesome. Same area. Yeah, crime in the same area. So bloodhounds were brought in, and they found two trails, both leading to the highway before stopping. So most likely, he exited his car, mm-hmm. went to the house, would be one trail. Going back to his car would be the second trail. That's what I'm thinking. They didn't really say anything about it, but that makes the most sense. Two trails? Yeah. The flashlight, one, one in, one out. Yeah. 
The, the flashlight was shipped off for testing, but it came back with no fingerprints. A picture of the flashlight was published in the newspaper, hoping someone may recognize it. I'm sorry. My nose is bothering me. So the police were doing everything they could. You know, uh, They were asking people if anyone they knew had been missing the night of the murders. They also brought in a teletype machine to make communications to other apartments around the area and stay easier. Oh, yeah, because this is the 40s, and it's not... It's so... not common to have that kind of yeah. stuff. So they were bringing in kind of new technology, new technology. trying to make Which is through. funny to think about. And you're like, oh, this is new technology in the 40s. So yeah. it's like, now we can plug in more. Uh, now you can just pull out a cell phone, hit a button, it calls all the departments for you. Amber alerts, I mean. Yeah, true, yeah. Don't even need a... To like down here we have uh, a different one too silver alert when old people go missing uh i know there's silver alerts for other things too you can i, I think they do silver alerts for cars as well i only time i've ever seen was an old person was missing i'm like that's kind of shitty because they had silver hair <laughs> calling it silver alert <clears throat> i don't know i don't know what the whole story is behind it but i always thought it was interesting like weird yeah so there were several suspects and leads i'm not going to get into all of them because a lot of them it's just they thought this person did it he didn't Okay. They, uh, I actually read a little bit of the um, I got FBI one. files. Yeah. Uh, and they FBI wanted them to give, they wanted basically from the sheriff departments a whole list of retired vets in the area. And so there's like 400 people in it. And it was like, yeah, no, we're not covering every single one. Okay, so some of these involved, some of these leads involved people trying to sell a saxophone off it. At a pawn shop that was the same brand and yep. alto sax, which is what she played. Which I mentioned, I think there was like two of those. Um, one, the guy actually did sell it, and then the police came, and it wasn't the right one. Mm -hmm. A cab driver was seen in the vicinity of the crime. How dare he? So they thought maybe him. Charcoal peddler's moving up in the world. Yep, yeah, he's peddling from a cab, cab now. They have uh, descriptions from the survivors, which they were trying to go by, which didn't really pan out. You know, mask and everything. Yep. All I had was really the height, because the first ones who gave the clearest description weren't sure if he was African American or Caucasian. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I don't cover that in my, but he, they do. Figure I think, that out. Say that he's still wearing the same mask. things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this also kind of relates a lot to Zodiac, because that's the same thing he did. He had a black burlap mask. Oh, and he put yeah. sunglasses over the eye holes. That's true. I did it for Halloween one year. Yeah, I'm sure. Just one year. <laughs> one year that they know of. <laughs> no, I, I did the whole hood, and then he, his hood came down over his chest a bit to have the symbol on it. No. So I got black burlap, and I did the whole thing in it. It was so fucking hot and uncomfortable. I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, Definitely wasn't happening in Florida, that's for sure. The one I did mention here is... Uh, one wife actually came forth with very detailed descriptions of one of the crime scenes and said her husband was the Phantom Killer, which is the name the newspapers coined for him. She also said... Or, do you know the other name? I don't remember. It's a Phantom Slayer. That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something just crazy, yeah. So, uh, this is weird, though, because she says, you know, the crime scene in detail. She also said that some of the victims' belongings were in a certain area, and when they went and looked, they were there. But by law, at that time, Peggy couldn't be forced to testify against her husband. Yeah. And, I don't know uh, if he can be forced even today. I don't know if he still can. I don't think he can. Yeah. 
You can't ever be forced to testify. And due to somebody. some changes in the details, as she was questioned several times, but the details, from what I understood, they changed, but they got more detailed. Right. As she was remembering there. Um, her husband, Yuel Swinney, when captured, also made some odd, almost incriminating statements. Was he six foot tall? They captured him for stealing cars and selling them. Oh. She that was makes... found in the stolen car. That's how they found her. Huh. Now, when he was in questioned, uh, he was saying weird shit. Like, one of the things was like, I don't want to get the electric chair. That is a weird thing that on For being, is... yeah. For stealing. Even though as far as they knew, he was just a repeat offender and car thief. So, with only circumstantial evidence. Oh, well, no. I think Texas is very strict. Well, no. Head. It gets worse. Just hold on. Okay. <laughs> So they only really had uh, um, a circumstantial shit to go by. Right. Like the fingerprints were smeared, so they couldn't get fingerprints. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. Um, the car Peggy was driving had been reported stolen the night of the murder. That's the car she was found in. Huh. And then, of course, you had Swinney's odd statements, like not wanting an electric chair was one, mm-hmm. which an officer replied to him. You won't get more than five to ten years for stealing cars. And Swinney said, you've got me for more than stealing cars. Ha. Huh. <laughs> what? Interesting. So he probably thought they might have known more and they were trying yeah. to lead into it and they didn't really know more. And so this guy was a pretty good suspect but could only be charged with the repeat offender. Uh, and there was tons of other suspects. I also read that. that she later, like He's two years seen. later, recanted. What she yes, said. I couldn't find it though. I remember reading that she recanted, but then I couldn't find it again. Yeah, and then I think he died only a, like a year or two after that, so there was no way to actually. But everything, I mean, from looking at all the shit, it kind of says him. <laughs> it does sound like him. If she knows descriptions in detail of the crime scenes yeah. and knows where the stolen Stoss objects are? from yeah. the murder victims, no, but that's, that's still weird, weird because unless it was just also... items from the car, the first one. Was sexually assaulted with the the gun. The gun. Only. Oh, yeah, that's true. He might have a gun thing, and not a. It could have just been a scared of shit out of her more. Yeah, because that's a really fucked up thing to do. It is true. Nobody else was sexually assaulted. So then you also have um, you know, you had a bunch of people that falsely confessed because people do that all the time. I don't know why people like doing that. Attention. Yeah. But Even then, that's to this a day, weird it's one. still unsolved. Yeah, and it probably won't ever be solved. Unfortunately. Nope. But that's uh, pretty much the... Do you have more? I have more, but it's not related to... It's related to, but it's not about any more, like, killings or, or anything like that. What I have is what happened to the town when this was all going on. Okay. Yeah? You want to hear about it? I was it? confused about something, so you can go, and I'm going to look up something real quick. Okay. Sure. So... The murders basically made the whole fucking town go crazy. Like, actually crazy. Uh, they went into a state of panic throughout the whole summer. At dusk, city inhabitants heavily armed themselves oh. and locked themselves indoors. Yep. What I was distracted about was I just got a text saying, we thank you for your payment. Uh-huh. And I'm like, shit, did I forget to take that, to pay that bill and they auto-took it? Right. I paid it like two weeks ago. I just got the text notification saying. <laughs> That's why I looked so like dumbfounded. I'm like, did I just forget about a bill? <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, I've actually forgotten a bill recently because I have so, so much shit going on. That's understandable. Just been distracted. Yeah. 
but the city inhabitants heavily armed themselves and locked themselves indoors, while police patrolled the streets and neighborhoods. Although may, and although many businesses lost customers at night, stores sold out of guns, ammunition, oh, locks, all the and weird media. shit that happened. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about some of the weird stuff that happened. Well, not really these... weird. The repercussions. Kind of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and some interesting things too, and I'll talk about them as we come across them. So, guns, ammunition, locks, and many other protective devices were basically sold out. Several rumors began to spread, including that the killer was caught, or that a third or even a fourth double homicide had been committed. Most of the town hid in fear inside their houses or hotels, sometimes even leaving town. So, this is my this is going to be a funny one to talk about, because it's interesting. And that is, some youths took matters in their own hands and started to try to bait out the phantom killer. And I have some incidents of that happening. And it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, although most of the town was in fear the fan- of the phantom, some kids continued to park on deserted roads. Some of wait, them... wait, 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 wait. Let's go back first. Okay. Deserted. Yeah, deserted roads. Deserted roads. <laughs> uh, started parking on deserted roads, and some of them hoped to apprehend or the evasive slayer one night chief deputy Til- tillman yeah i actually read about that the kids were going out trying to catch him yeah again. chief deputy tillman johnson was patrolling uh, a vacant road with uh arkansas state trooper charlie boyd when they came up to a parked car johnson got out while boyd stayed behind johnson walked up to the car noticed a couple he said i'm Tillman Johnson with the Miller County Sheriff's Department. Aren't you guys scared of the par- uh, about parking out here? The girl replied, "You're the one who, who ought to be scared, Mister. It's a good thing you told me who you were. You are," she <laughs> said, as she revealed that she had been pointing a fucking pistol at him the whole time. They see. You think if you want to do something like that, that cop nearly got blown away. But if you think about that, if you want to do something like that, the kids want to take action. Yep. What you do? You get a bunch of friends, a bunch of cars, like say four people per car. Yeah. You all drive out there. Three people get out of every car. All the cars leave but one, and they hide in the fucking woods. Yeah. And have two in the car. Yeah. You don't want to be just two people with a gun hoping you get the shot first. Yeah. That that would be one. Uh, another time. Yeah, the time. whole fucking lynch mob run out of the fucking <laughs> take to like tackle the guy down. Yeah. On Friday night, May tenth. Texarkana City Police Officer chased a car for three miles after it was spotted following a city bus. The police shot out at the tires and arrested a high school star athlete named C.J. Lauderdale Jr. When the officer questioned the teen at the station, he explained that he did not know they were officers because they were driving an unmarked car. He said that he was following the bus because he was suspicious of an occupant who had entered the private car. On Sunday, May 12th, Captain Gonzala gave a warning to teenage, quote-unquote, teenage sleuth. Um, oh, God. In, did I lose a page? Uh-huh. Maybe. I think I might have <laughs> lost a page. Uh, teenage sleuth saying that it's a good way to get killed. No, I got it. Ranger Gonzala also tried baiting uh, the fit. Yeah, see, listen to this. The guy who says that it's a good way to get killed, he then goes and tries baiting the Phantom by recruiting teenagers, some of whom were sons and daughters of the Texas Rangers, to sit and so this is a bad way to get killed. So we're gonna do it. Yeah, it's funny. He goes. <laughs> we like that idea though. 
You're on to something. You guys shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it with other people. Uh, the sit and decoy parked cars while officers waited nearby. Officers 2. Officers 2? I don't know. Did I spell that? Did I mean to say 2? As in like 2, two of them? Volunteered as decoys. I think officers, officers too, two as well. Punctuation. Yeah. I just punctuated it really oddly. Uh, as decoys. Some with the real partners. Others with mannequins after the murders of Booker and Martin. Some officers hid in trees at Spring Lakes Park. Despite all efforts, the fandom never took the bait. <laughs> Could have been a cop. What? Could have been a cop. Could have been a cop. What's the um, standard caliber of a police pistol back then it, i don't think there was too many standards because the standards change constantly well now it's like a nine isn't it nine millimeters just a standard handgun but you can get i think it's usually what police get generally more. use it depends because nine or a 40 or something like that 45 yeah 45 is a large caliber by the way I know. I have them. That's what I found. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not killing somebody with that. You're blowing them away. They're gone forever. The standard police issue gun now is a fifty cal. Yeah, it's an anti material rifle. Anti material. That's what I said. I know. What's anti material? What's anti material? Yes. That's actually a term for like those large caliber can guns. Go through anything? It's meant to like it's it's hateful. <laughs> like it's meant to go against tanks and shit. They're called anti material rifles. We use these vortex guns that can traverse planes of existence and kill you when you were a child. Texarkana residents kept the police busy by flooding the station with reports of prowlers. One officer stated that nearly all the alarms were the result of excitement, wild imagination, even near hysteria. Farmhouses and neighborhoods blazed with lights. Several businesses, including cafes, theaters, and nightclubs, lost many customers. One business reported a 20% drop in sales. The evening, oh, I got the evenings were hoping, uh, hopping, hoping, but the the evenings were hopping, but the streets were practically deserted when dawn approached. The city became a virtual ghost town because of the drop of business. Liquor stores actually began closing at nine thirty p.m. and statements was posted in the paper saying we fully understand the state of mind in which the Texarkana is now gripped, and we are selling no liquor persons who already have been drinking we do not wish to add further to the troubles of the police any person who drinks whiskey at this time to get drunk and wander about the streets of Texarkana is further complicating the works of the police and is placing himself in grave danger of being shot by people whose nerves are on edge from the recent murders they go crazy by the way on the front page of Texarkana I hope this is the correct one. Did they put this? Yes. On the front page of Texarkana Gazette on Monday, May 6th, a headline stated that the entire area was fighting jitters. Captain Gonzella uh, helpful, hit, mm, helped <laughs> This happens fuel, to the end of every episode. Yeah. Helped fuel Your the hysteria when he announced on the radio Tuesday evening that Texarkana should oil up their guns and see if they're loaded. Put them out of reach of children. Do not use them unless it is necessary. But if you believe it's, it is, do not hesitate. When asked what advice he could give, 
to quiet the town's fears, he responded, I tell them to check the locks and bolts, and on their doors get a double-barrel shotgun to take care of any intruder who try to get in. Rigged to the doorknob, so when it turns, it just shoots. Another part of the hysteria came from the killer being called the Phantom. There were some rumors, uh, by the way, that said that the Phantom was caught. And that, here's some rumors, uh, that they had him. Some believed he was being held at Bower County Jail, surrounded by Texas Rangers with submachine guns on their knees. <laughs> Others believed that he's flown out of town jail. And <laughs> the Gazette and News... That's generally how they hold people. They just surround yeah. them with a circle yeah. of machine guns. And just when this wait. kind of stuff happens, don't... Normally, when you see news articles, they're always, like, flaring up people as well. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm actually really surprised because the Gazette... Well, back then and it was news different. officials were drowned with phone calls, both local and long distance inquiries about the apprehension of the killer. Newspapers will tell public, this is what their statement was. The newspapers will tell the public if the killer is caught. Yeah, and they'll stop saying it. I'm but here's really the thing: surprised. Back then it was a bit different. You got news. Yep. Now they just fuel and fan the fire. Yeah, and they really and try and fuck everything up even worse. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, these rumors positively are not true. We can understand why people would believe them. All of us are tense and are hopeful that the, at any hour officers will announce that they have the killer in custody. The people must become or must not become so anxious to rid themselves of the killer. However, they branded innocent persons as murderers and believe unfound stories. So they witch hunts. Yeah, they were basically witch hunting people in. I'll tell you about that in a second. I wrote it down. Okay. I remember. I got you. I thought it was for me. No. Um, I know there was another incident where people were so jittery that actually an uh, inn owner shot somebody. Like, just because they were coming in for a drink and they just... <laughs> dawn. So, yeah. It's, okay, so... You have to be careful. They, okay, they, okay. Got, they got very scared very quickly. So, you were saying how the town was all lit up. Like yes. Lights. Everybody was getting all kinds of like ways to keep everything lit up. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if you ever heard this one. This isn't the Texarkana. There's an axe murderer mm -hmm. in New Orleans. Okay. And this is back when jazz was a thing, like coming of. Yeah, coming jazz of is no longer. No, no. I mean, this was a big deal. It's coming of age type thing. So this guy, he would go to people's doors with a chisel. And he would slowly cut out one of the, you know, like the doors used to have like the panels. You got solid yes. wood beams yeah, and yeah, like yeah. four to six panels. Yeah. He would cut out the panel with a chisel, take it out, crawl in through it, use an axe from their house, and hack them in the heads. And they couldn't capture this guy. So and weird. then he would leave their axe and go. That's so weird. But he started saying he was the devil and shit like that. And oh. he sent an email, uh, not an email, <laughs> he sent a letter to, I believe, the police or the newspaper saying, you can't stop me, something like, I am the devil, Yeah. Um, I will be coming this night, and if people are not congregated, having parties and celebrating and playing jazz, I will kill someone. So oh, every yes. house had jazz music cranked all night, and he had people in the houses with him, like having parties, and, and he didn't kill anybody. That's weird. Yeah, he said if you he's apparently like like he must be a huge like jazz nut because yeah coming up with that idea. Look, if you guys are all celebrating and playing the music I love, I won't kill you. 
It's an, an interesting way because also if there's a group of people in the house, like more than normal, it's well. He wanted the he in. wanted the clubs to stay open because they were shutting down out of fear. Oh. He wanted them to open up, play music all night long, and it was a specific type of jazz he wanted to. So ska, so like ska jazz. So like record stores were selling out of albums. And... Holy shit, that's funny. Yeah, in a bad way, but he was funny. in one of the bands. They caught him? No. Oh, you're just Never saying like <laughs> that's so um, weird. One of the, so what happened in the end was like one of the victims, like I think her husband got killed and she lived. Oh, weird. she went to a different state because she believed that she knew who the killer was and she just shot and killed the guy and it wasn't the killer. Ugh, that's unfortunate. That happens. Okay, so before we go, last week we said we were having a contest. The first person to email us at the podcast email or what was the phrase we said harder daddy i think it was actually harder daddy yes <laughs> you don't really need to say the phrase honestly if you put harder daddy as a subject I'd instantly no but all you gotta do is email us the first email i get you have to give us your shirt size and where we can ship it to we'll yep. send you a shirt yep and that's worldwide too i checked t public they ship except everywhere finland finland it doesn't exist so we can't ship it there yeah. Or Atlantis. No, that's real. I mean, I could tie a rock to it and throw it out in the, the ocean. You can come pick it up. <laughs> I'll put your name on the rock so no other mermen take your shirt. If you would like to contact us, our email is arcanumobscurecast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow our social medias, our Twitter is all at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. If you like our show, continue to listen. If you don't, eh, I get it. Yeah. Like us, review, uh, leave heartfelt thoughts and prayers. My poor kitty. <laughs> my poor kitty. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. My, my condolences. Uh, and I hope to see you next. I think we have what we want to do next episode already. Yeah, so. we do. So I hope to what see you. What are we you. doing? We can say it if we remember the name of it. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. I know it. I just don't remember the name of it right now. Yeah. Uh, that's I'll why tell you what our next episode is. Okay. Two seconds. Two seconds. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. You have failed me. Because I thought this, because I mixed up the two cases, remember? Yeah, you were like, oh, I thought these were the same. I'm like, oh, I hope you haven't been writing any of the other one. That'd be real awkward. We have two different cases. We've, we've written only half of two different cases. Yeah. Create a new one by accident. <laughs> He's automatically in Texarkana, and then he's somewhere else. I don't remember where the other one happened. You'll find um, him. Right here. The monster of Florence. Florence. Yep. Italy? Yeah. Because it takes place around the same time as a Zodiac and similar to the Zodiac. That's weird. But two different countries. His is from the 60s to 85, and the Zodiac was 68 to 69. So, so this guy like, went longer. It's like, yeah. It's like, did you travel over there, do a few, come back here, do a few, then go over there and just stay there because it was easier? <laughs> might. Might have. Shit. But, I shouldn't have said that. I was going to find him. <laughs> ah, he's probably dead by But now. yeah, if you want a shirt, email us. First person gets a free shirt. Yep. Maybe we'll throw on some stickers or buttons or something. too. Unrelated stickers and button, though. Yeah. It won't even be one of our shirts. Yeah. We've made this joke last Spears week, but we're going to joke It'll be my Britney Spears shirt. Oh, it's Britney, bitch. The one I have with the I drew glasses and devil horns yeah, and mustache right. and goatee on it. Yeah, so I'll give you that shirt too. Yeah. 
Well, I but actually, if you do email us and you want the free shirt, if you want the Britney shirt, say that. I'll throw you a free Britney shirt, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just giving away free. That's apparel. actually been worn by me, though, so. Uh, you probably don't want that. Don't kill anybody in it. Actually. You might want that. You might want that. Put on a vinyl suit under it, then put the shirt over it and go kill somebody and leave all my paraphernalia over there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you had a good day, and I hope you join us next week. Yep. We'll be back. Any closing thoughts? I don't have anything stupid today to say today. No? Oh. Okay. Well, I hope you have a great day. You too. To the listeners. Fuck me. Fuck me.